Founded on Christ podcast. This is Colleen, and as Curtis always says, just another fellow disciple of Christ doing what uh, the Lord has asked me to do and say. And also like Nephi has said, I will go and do what the Lord hath commanded. If you receive the prompting uh, to share your testimony, uh, you can send it in to the Founded on Christ podcast at gmail.com. Heading into my topic, I've been wanting to do this for a little while. Um, The thought came to me a while ago and I had to pray about it and receive my witness and be able to do it. Um, I wanted to do a podcast on testimonies from the dust, um, looking through the scriptures and even, um, getting my, some of my family, um, I asked them for their favorite testimonies, uh, from those in the scriptures that has helped them through their journeys I also wanted to start off with um, uh, a thing that my dad wrote about testimonies. And then at the end, I'll actually uh, read you guys his testimony. He uh, passed away almost two years ago, next week on the 19th. And... um, I just felt like it was a good opportunity to look for other people's testimonies as well that have passed. And hopefully it will uplift you as well. And if you're searching for your own testimony, these will help you. This first part, though, I wanted to read what my dad talks about, um, what is a testimony. And then I'll go into some of the scriptures that my family has offered up. This is my dad. He says, it's kind of hard to explain to someone who doesn't have one, which is a testimony or isn't seeking one. Every now and again, someone will say something like, Mormons take advantage of these testimony things when they, whenever they don't know the answer or when their logic fails in a conversation or whenever you ask them to explain exactly how they can know something or feel about some churchy issue. The simplest way I can think to try to explain it would be to say a testimony is how you feel about God in your life coupled with how you think God feels about you. Expressing your testimony to yourself or to someone else is usually accompanied by a warm, fuzzy, happy feeling that words can't do justice to. Simple, huh? Well, yes and no. 
If the person listening can tap into that warm feeling, it conveys understanding of what is being said. If they can't or won't, it is just so much babble to them. If there ever comes a time when you wish to check out a testimony for yourself, don't go looking for a Mormon. Just have a conversation with God. Forget everything you think you know about him. Pretend you have just heard about this interesting person and would like to get acquainted with him. Talk to him as a person you would hope to have as a friend. Tell him what you have heard about him and ask if he will be your friend. Communicate, don't recite. Can you imagine how much your other friends would enjoy speaking with you if you said exactly the same thing to them each time and then left without letting them talk? He will respond because he, he both knows you and loves you and has been waiting for you to get in touch. Only thing to remember is it is a waste of, t- of your time and his if you aren't serious about getting to know him. Once you feel like you two have communicated, chat him up occasionally for no other reason than to talk. Tell him about those things you have come to suspect were brought about by him. Every now and again, I bear my testimony of his help in my life to him. And he always responds with that warm, happy feeling. I have come to consider this not so much a prayer as just two friends communicating. My prayers are more structured. That is, I pray to the Father. I thank him for what he has done for me. I ask for those things I think I need. And I close in the name of Jesus Christ. All right. He then goes into his own testimony, but I wanted to go and read some of the testimonies that I got from some of my family members. And I'll also give you some other uh, scriptures that you can go. The scriptures are full of men and women giving their testimonies. And so anywhere you look, you can most likely find one, but these are some of just the favorites and what I found and the ones that my family love and have helped them. Um, the first one is Job 19, 25 through 27. And the next one is Joseph Smith history one, 24 through 25 and then Alma 7:13 and this first one that I'm going to read is actually from my niece um she said she loves Alma 38 5 and then part of 8 through 9 and now my son Shiblon I would that you should remember that as much as ye shall put your trust in God, even so much ye shall be delivered out of your trials and your troubles and your afflictions, and ye shall be lifted up at the last day. I did cry unto him, and I did find peace to my soul. And now, my son, 
I have told you this, that ye may learn wisdom, that ye may learn of me, that there is no other way or means whereby man can be saved, only in and through Christ. Behold, he is the life and the light of the world. Behold, he is the word of truth and righteousness. This next one is actually from Curtis, who, if you didn't know, he's my brother-in-law and the founder of this podcast. Um, he sent me Second Nephi 4, 15 through 35. It's pretty long, but it's a good one. And upon these, I write the things of my soul and many of the scriptures, which are engraven upon the plates of brass for my soul delighteth in the scriptures and my heart pondereth them and writeth them for the learning and the profit of my children. Behold, my soul delighteth in the things of the Lord and my heart pondereth continually upon the things which I have seen and heard. Nevertheless, Notwithstanding the great goodness of the Lord in showing me his great and marvelous works, my heart exclaimeth, O wretched man that I am, yea, my heart sorroweth because of my flesh, my soul grieveth because of mine iniquities. I am encompassed about because of the temptations and the sins which do easily beset me. And when I desire to rejoice, my heart groaneth because of my sins. Nevertheless, I know in whom I have trusted. My God hath been my support. He hath led me through mine afflictions in the wilderness, and he hath preserved me, and upon the waters of the great deep. He hath filled me with his love, even unto the consuming of my flesh. He hath confounded mine enemies, unto the cause of them to quake before me. Behold, he hath heard me cry by day, and he hath given me knowledge by and by visions in the night time. And by day have I waxed bold in mighty prayer before him. Yea, my voice have I sent up on high, and angels came down and ministered unto me. And upon the wings of his spirit hath my body been carried away upon exceedingly high mountains, and my eyes, mine eyes have beheld great things. Yea, even too great for man, therefore I was bidden that I should not write them. O oh, then, if I have seen so great things, if the Lord is his if the Lord in his condescension unto the children of men hath visited men in so much mercy, why should my heart weep and my soul linger in the valley of sorrow, and my flesh waste away, and my strength slacken because of mine afflictions? And why should I yield to sin because of my flesh? Yea, why should I give my tem- why should I give way to temptations that the evil one have placed in my heart to destroy my peace and afflict my soul? Why am I angry because of mine enemy? Awake my soul, no longer droop in sin. Rejoice, O my heart, and give place no more for the enemy of my soul. Do not anger again because of mine enemies. Do not slacken my strength because of mine afflictions. Rejoice, O my heart, and cry unto the Lord, and say, O Lord, I will praise thee forever. Yea, my soul will rejoice in thee, my God, and the rock of my salvation. O Lord, 
Wilt thou redeem my soul? Wilt thou deliver me out of the hands of mine enemies? Wilt thou make me that I may shake at the appearance of sin? May the gates of hell be shut continually before me, because that my heart is broken and my spirit is contrite. O Lord, wilt thou not shut the gates of thy righteousness before me, that I may walk in the path of the, of the low valley, that I may be strict in the plain road? O Lord, wilt thou encircle me around in the robe of thy righteousness? O Lord, wilt thou make a way for mine escape before mine enemies? Wilt thou make my path straight before me? Wilt thou not place a stumbling block in my way, but that thou wouldst clear my way before me and hedge not up my way, but the ways of mine enemy? O Lord, I have trusted in thee, and I will trust in thee forever. I will not put my trust in the arm of the flesh, for I know that cursed is he that putteth his trust in the arm of flesh. Yea, cursed is he that putteth his trust in man, or maketh flesh his arm. Yea, I know that God will give liberally to him that asketh. Yea, my God will give me, if I ask not amiss. Therefore, I will lift my voice unto thee. Yea, I will cry unto thee, my God, the rock of my righteousness. Behold, my voice shall forever ascend up unto thee, my rock and mine everlasting God. Amen. And uh, this one, Enos, I uh, picked out to read. It's Enos 26 through 27. And I saw that I must soon go down to my grave, having been wrought upon by this, the power of God, that I must preach and prophesy unto this people and declare the words according to the truth which is in Christ. And I, and I have declared it in all my days and have rejoiced in it above that of the world. And soon, and I soon go to the place of my rest, which is with my Redeemer. For I know that in him I shall rest, and I rejoice in the day when my mortal shall be put, shall put on immortality and shall stand before him. Then shall I see his face with pleasure, and he will say unto me, Come unto me, ye blessed. There is a place prepared for you in the mansions of my Father. Amen. And this next one is one of my nephews. He likes Alma 34.10. For it is expedient that there should be a great and last sacrifice, Yea, not a sacrifice of man, neither of beast, neither of any manner of fowl, for it shall not be a human sacrifice, but it must be an infinite and eternal sacrifice. This next one is um, my brother, my youngest brother. He likes Moroni 10, 32 through 33. Yea, come unto Christ and be perfected in him, and deny yourselves of all ungodliness. And if ye shall deny yourselves of all ungodliness, and love God with all your might, mind, and strength, then is his grace sufficient for you, that by his grace ye may be perfect in Christ. And if by the grace of God ye are perfect in Christ, ye can in no wise deny the power of God. 
And again, if ye be, if ye by the grace of God are perfect in Christ and deny not his power, then are ye sanctified in Christ by the grace of God through the shedding of the blood of Christ, which is in the covenant of the father unto the remission of your sins, that ye become holy without spot. And these last two are actually from my brother that's just older than me. Um, this first one is DNC 76, 22 through 24. And now, after the many testimonies which have been given of him, this is the testimony, last of all, which we give of him, that he lives. For we saw him, even on the right hand of God, and we heard the voice bearing record that he is the only begotten of the Father, that by him and through him and of him the worlds are and were created, and the inhabitants thereof are begotten sons and daughters unto God. And this last one is actually uh, DNC nineteen sixteen through 19, and this is actually Christ bearing witness. For behold, I, God, have suffered these things for all, that they might not suffer if they would repent. But if they would not repent, they must suffer even as I, which suffering caused myself, even God, the greatest of all, to tremble because of pain, and to bleed at every pore, and to suffer both body and spirit, and would that I might not drink the bitter cup and shrink. Nevertheless, glory be to the Father, and I partook and finished my preparations unto the children of men. All right. And this last one is my dad's testimony that he had actually written down a little bit before he had passed away. And he says, I will leave you with my testimony of God, my heavenly father. I know that he is my heavenly father and as his child, he loves me. I know that he has provided me with a way and a place to learn and grow so that I might come back to him. I'm thankful that he has given his son, Jesus Christ, to me as a savior, mediator, and judge, so I can return to him cleansed of my sins and acceptable in his sight. I know he answers my prayers and aids me in finding my way through this life. I know he provides the Holy Ghost as a guide and a companion for me. I feel his love for me despite my flaws, and I try not to disappoint him. I love him too, as best I can, and I convey these feelings to you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. And I hope that hearing these testimonies from the dust, if you're struggling to find your own, that you'll be able to find that testimony, that path that you've been searching for and that you will be able to be led back home to Christ and our heavenly family for eternity. Amen. Amen.